Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I am so excited to have on a 37-year-old from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. His hockey journey has taken him to Canada, the USA, Sweden, Russia, Finland, Germany, Wales, and Scotland. Folks, he lost his last hockey game, losing a one-goal nail-biter at the Josh Batch testimonial. But we can let it slide this time, as that weekend was more about the fellas off ice production and this fella and all the shed guys in attendance ran a muck folks. He just led the clan as a player coach from the basement to the playoffs and nearly knocked off the grand slam winning Belfast giants. He is a winner and it started young folks winning gold with team Canada in the under 18s and the world juniors. Also then as an adult won the Liga or the Finnish Elite League with Tapera. And he is a two-time playoff champion with my Cardiff Devils. And he is known around the game as a true gem and ultimate shed guy. And he returns for like the fourth time because he loves the shed after seeing my tally whacker back in 2019. Welcome back <laughs> to the shed, Steven Dixon. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me, Wally. Hey, thanks for coming. You know, about time you woke up. That's it. A little late here, but we're here. We're here. We did it. Uh, <laughs> I get it now. We know each other. I I mean, I just saw, I just hung out with you in person, didn't I? That's right. What a laugh that was. That was a laugh. Um, Geez, they so, had it set up nice, didn't they? The whole weekend was unbelievable. Well, and then like everybody shows up with a good attitude and sure enough, it's sunny all weekend long, right? Beautiful. Beautiful. I came home. It's been raining ever since I got home. Probably a good thing though. Well, I tell you, that was a time. So here's a good question. This is cutting edge. What was the highlight of your weekend? Geez, I think it was just, I I actually felt bad. I, I, my flight was delayed out of Halifax, So I missed the Thursday night. You guys had a good Thursday night too. And then I I had to leave Sunday. I missed Sunday. I was there for half basically because you guys had a Sunday too. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We had a Thursday and a Sunday. I was trying to figure out, when all you were there for because you know it's quite the crew and you get I know going. I was there yeah I got in Friday morning and then I left Sunday afternoon around that but no it was just good to see everybody it was uh Batchy brought back uh, quite a crew of guys oh man just it, good to see everybody again I always say shed guys no shed guys and Batchy knows shed guys because the roster he brought back was a time <laughs> oh man no it was, it was nice to meet a lot of new people too there was you know guys from before me and 
probably from before you were with you and, and it was nice to meet all the guys. Good. Oh, for sure. And I actually, I don't know why I thought this, like when you get home, I thought all you guys had played together. And then when I started realizing you hadn't played with him or he had played with that guy, I, I, I don't know all the new guys. I just thought you'd all played together. <laughs> I know, but it was like, it was like we all played together though. You know what I mean? Oh, it, it, you know? it's, it's weird how you can hit it off. Right. And for me, yeah, I, the no. part I the part I like is like I had never really hung out with you guys in person, um, yeah, but like yeah, when I true. hang out with you in the shed, I'm going up and giving guys hugs and stuff, and they're yeah. giving me hugs, and I, it's like the first time we've met. <laughs> it's like we played together for a few years. Yeah, but you can oh, get to it. know a guy in the shed, you know. Oh yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Um, another way we know each other is uh, well, the start of talking about doing this. It actually happened right after your season. I'm guessing you were still in your uh, postseason, like you were mid-bender. It was only like a day or two after you guys were done. And you texted and said, let's pod. And then <laughs> I got hot to trot, and then he, you ghosted me. I <laughs> uh, probably went to sleep after, probably. <laughs> it can get exhausting after a few days when the season ends, right? <laughs> oh, I know. You come home, and it's kind of bad. You come home, your buddies are fired up to see you, too. And sometimes you just say, uh We'll see you next weekend. <laughs> well, it, I that's actually that brings back memories. You're right, though. You do the postseason thing with your team, and then you get on a plane and head home, and you haven't seen people in eight months, and then exactly. it just keeps on rolling for a couple more. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, but you guys, I we talked about this last weekend, but um, you took over as a player coach in 2023. That's neato, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh... It was, a, it was quite an experience. We, we uh, you know, we had, uh, well, Dyson Stevenson was there as well. And uh, Sean Boutin and those guys were great. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was Congo, man. It was, uh, it was funny because, you know, you kind of get thrown in the fire a bit and no one really knows how it works. Right. So, yeah. You know, like what, what are the rules here when you're, when you're doing that? And it was kind of, we just had fun with it, and we had we had, there was such a great group of guys there in Glasgow. Uh, everyone kind of stuck with it, and I mean, for us, I mean, everyone has different goals going into the season. For us, uh, you know, we had a pretty bad start, and for <laughs> sure us, it was does. to make to make play. Oh yeah, to make playoffs was a thing. You know what I mean? Uh, like I said, there's you know everyone's looking at different things but for us to make playoffs it was kind of a big deal for us as players right it was, absolutely it was like good. because yeah, you guys your guys awesome. start you guys went through a lot there with everything going on um and you guys just showed up wanting to have fun and play hockey and then there was a whole sideshow on the side right and then uh you guys obviously aren't winning much and it's hard to win with stuff going on like that right yeah there was a lot going on and uh you know i think the whole year though you know malcolm was there malcolm built a great team so from day one, we had a great team, but we had a lot of injuries. There was, you know, some stuff going on, but the injury problems we had were, were crazy. I mean, some games, it was like, who do we have tonight? And you're trying to, you're like, oh my God, you know, everyone's just a lot of guys are out, key guys are out. And it was, uh, I was definitely experienced. That's for sure. And like I said, we had a lot of injury troubles, but the bones of the team from day one, I, I mean, on paper, we had a, we had some really good players there and guys kind of came into their own around the end. It was, it was great. Uh, it was great to see the guys came together. It was, it was a lot of fun to be part of. Well, 
I don't know if you see stuff I post because like the day you took over as coach and I said, watch this shit. These guys are going to love playing for him. Or I said it in the shed too. But like, as soon as you became a coach, I know what it's like being a pro hockey player. When you have a good relationship with your coach, when you want to play for your coach, you can play harder and you can do more things and you can block more shots. And I knew those fellows would buy into having you as a coach and they do what it took to, to help you win. And I thought it was very neat when you guys came back and then made the playoffs. And realistically, you guys were the closest team to beating Belfast and you had to play them for twice as long as everybody else. <laughs> yeah, no, we had, a, we had a good run there in playoffs. Uh, like I said, it was just the guys coming together. And uh, I think every, you know what it's like, Wally, everyone, you get a good group of guys and guys that like being around each other. And, uh, you know, guys are just battling and, I mean, I used to laugh. We used to, uh, a bunch you of do it for we, each we, other, right? Yeah, we used to call ourselves the Bad News Bears a bit because for a while there, we were just written off, right? And then yeah. we started winning, uh, you know, some games we let slip, but we, we kind of won the games we had to around the end and, and beat some teams we needed to beat. And yeah, it was uh, it's quite an experience. Wow. Quite a ride, that's for sure. Probably write a book on it, uh, the season we had, but it was fun. <laughs> well <laughs> uh, you know what that was uh when i think about the weekend we just had that was my favorite part was sitting down with fellas i did know i didn't know i hadn't seen in a long time and the stories man the laughs and uh like oh, these yeah. with it that's how this whole thing works and the shed works is like the lives we've lived not making the show um <laughs> you could write uh, almost every guy that comes on here could write a book about what's gone on right <laughs> Oh, I know. It's uh, it's comical. Same thing. It's it's funny. A weekend like that, you you bring it together. For me, it was like you know Ben D. Marty, the dad. Those guys were were good buddies when I was there. So it's it's not very often you get everyone together too, right? And, I know. Uh, <laughs> Lordo as well. It was good to good to see Lordo. It's uh, you know been a while since I saw him. You know. Like I said, it was probably a great weekend for him, too, because he's used to being the boss, right? Oh, yeah. He could finally uh, just be one of the yeah. boys again. And he's right? all, that's what I mean. Yeah, it was, uh, no, it was good, to, good to see everyone in, in that uh, environment, you know? Yeah. Um, and before we get off this Glasgow thing, though, is when I put your coming on, shed guy Dylan Bath from Sheffield, he, like, reached out and wanted to know what it was like being a player coach and how you took a team from, like, nothing right to the playoffs whenever we thought you were down and out and uh i already called it in the shed i knew it was gonna happen because guys want to play for good dudes and they you want to work hard for each other and then i bet you you even hit the town with some of the players sometimes right oh yeah no it was uh i think that builds a foundation on a pro hockey team the first year in cardiff lordo was like one of the guys and he would always say this is our team we're doing it together this is our team now and um then when like you'd hit the town with your coach that's a player out there with you blocking shots doing everything with you it's a whole different dynamic than a dude that's always just blowing a whistle pointing at fingers and telling you what to do and then they stand behind y'all game telling you what to do right they're not in there with you <laughs> yeah no it was a like i said it was a weird dynamic and I mean, a lot of credit to Dyson uh, Stevenson. He was, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you've watched any games, but the way he plays is, uh, you know, he's uh, he's got that old school game as it comes. I mean, he eats pucks, block shots. So, I mean, he squared off with Big Lou. You know, he, 
drops the right? glove. So it's, uh, you know, having a guy like that as well, where, I mean, when no one's going to mess with Dyson and he's a great team. Well, uh, I think it was just, you know, all part of it. I mean, you, like I said, we were, we were all one of the boys and yeah. you, know, you still, you still hang out with the guys and yeah, it was kind of a, it was a cool dynamic. I, I was saying when that happens kind of mid season, it's almost, uh, I'm not going to say easier, but it's uh, coming in in that position. It's, uh, you know, when you know the guys and you're one of the guys and you're just making tweaks. And, and the other thing is, too, the bad thing, a lot of injuries. But on the other side of that was there was a lot of ice time for everyone, too. So there, <laughs> in a lot of games, there wasn't, you know, you're going in with three lines. and I used 60, to like three so, lines. That's what I liked when well, I was a player. Exactly. So everyone's getting ice time. So there's no uh, – you know, there's no real, you know, you're not, you don't have to put anyone in the stands or, you know what I mean? There's yeah. There yeah. too many, too much of that. So no, everyone was playing. You get out, you're rolling the lines and that was a, it was a lot of fun. Good experience. I, I actually got a lot of questions about this now that we're going. Um, but so you guys have to play the home and home with Belfast, right? So I find it's kind of weird in the EIHL. It's kind of like there's no home ice for finishing top four because you each play a home game. But like yeah, all these other teams, they never even really came very close to beating Belfast. Um, and you guys were what a goal away. Yeah, we we I think we lost up there four two, and then uh, we won four three at home. But obviously the aggregate uh, strange thing is there. <laughs> we lost, but I mean, geez, the effort we put in. Uh, I mean, if you you look at the two teams on paper, everyone. And uh, I'm sure for them, I mean, they just won the league as well. So you're, you're kind of coming off that. And, uh, but for us now, we just went out and worked hard. We, we, uh, we played them tough and they had a great team. You know, they're, they're well coached. Uh, I think Kiefer's resume speaks for itself. Yeah. In, He's uh, really put one together, so, isn't he? <laughs> oh yeah. They got, uh, they got a wagon for sure. But uh, it's different when you're in that position. There's, you know, people talk about pressure and stuff and, I'm not going to say there was no pressure because it's, it's, uh, I kind of hate when people say that all the pressure's on them and stuff, but it's right. a hockey game. No one's thinking of that when you're out there, but you're definitely playing a little looser. I mean, you know, when expectations going into that were pretty low, it's let's just go out and let it fly type of thing. Yeah. So, you got nothing to uh, lose. Yeah. Yeah. But no, we, we battled hard right to the end. And I mean, it was, uh, definitely a good weekend, uh, weekend for the guys and, you know, it would have been great to, to make it into that playoff weekend because that's uh, that's the funnest. I mean, of all the hockey and the leagues and stuff, that's the funnest weekend I think is that playoff weekend. You get up there to Nottingham and it's <laughs> yeah. the fans are crazy. It's it's such a good weekend. I wish we could have made it into that, but uh, we definitely have to be proud of the the effort we we gave. Yeah, that weekend in Nottingham, it's a zoo around. Oh, there. it's unbelievable! Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> And I heard about it before my buddy Stu McCraig told me he was in in Cardiff and he said, man, you, you got to get to that playoff weekend. You hear about it. I saw, oh, yeah, I'm sure it's just another weekend, but when we got in there and we ended up winning, it was just such a cool experience. You, oh, yeah. you get all the fans from around the league and it was, uh, no, it's good. Good luck. I, I never played in it. I only went there as a pregame speaker and um, it was pretty interesting when, you know, 
I could go out with Deese or the fans, you know, and yeah. it's hilarious that like all 10 teams are there. You go into a bar and every jersey of every team is in there and everybody's just oh. mucking it up together. Oh, it's hilarious. It's kind of like a, it's almost like a, more like a festival. It's like a, it's like a, it's a hockey festival. It's a celebration of hockey. Yeah, exactly. It's like going to a concert or something. It's just, yeah. you know, and obviously the, you're, you're getting good games because it's playoff weekend. I mean, it's great hockey and uh, no, it's just, it's just a good weekend for everybody. Um, well, I got this question for way later, but you played in a lot of different countries. Isn't it interesting how every country has a different vibe, a different culture, different locker room vibe, different fitness, different practices? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I mean, looking looking back at it, now it's uh, some of the places you're like, how did I even get through that? Like the, right. with, with the off-ice training and the, you know, the training camps and, and – uh, you know, Russia comes to mind that the training camps there were, were super hard, but they had a little different expectations. You know, it's usually when you show up like North America, we're used to, you show up in training camp, you got to be in shape. Yeah. It's like you're judged how you show up, how you look. Yeah. And you you do it on your own and you show up the way you want to be a pro. Yeah. Yeah. Russia was a little different, at least back when I was there. I mean, that's 10 years ago now, but you know, we got there, Geez, I think it was like July 10th or mid-July. Yeah. So guys show up and that's their time to get in shape. And to be honest, it kind of makes sense. I wish I would have known that before I went because I was training to get ready for the beginning of training. For July camp. 10th, yeah. All, all kind of nervous. What do I look like? You know, because my body type, I can put weight on pretty easy. So I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm running and eating like You're a preaching to the choir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then. You get there, those guys are kind of like coming off vacation and they use that to get, to get shape, ready, which, which is a good thing because a lot of places it's not like that, right? You got to show up in shape. And, but a lot of it, uh, I mean, especially Sweden, Finland, they're, they're training uh, Germany as well. Really good. Uh, I thought what they do there is really good on ice and off ice. And that's, I think that's why you see so many good players now in those countries. The, the training they do and the well um, i think everybody might have had a different experience in germany because i think uh, like when i went in beatingheim with the first coach he made us show up july 1st we didn't even have ice in for until august so we were there for four weeks without ice and we just ran on the track like ran and um it was uh, not what I thought was beneficial. And you did, you wanted to show up in shape just so you don't um, die when you have to do the running. But, like, you had six weeks of it. It was horrible. It, uh, it can be tough. But I one summer, actually, in Finland, we, uh, we had a good team there. We ended up winning it my second year. But my first year, I, we lost in game seven of the finals. And uh, – the coach was like, oh, you know, fitness was never kind of really my strong point, kind of. But he was like, uh, you know, we want to keep the team together to train in the summer. We want to keep you here for this, you know, summer training. I think it was like six weeks in the summer, five, six weeks. I was kind of hesitant, but I said, yeah, okay, I'll do it. You know, it's, we got a good team, good chance next year. So I stayed and it was actually probably one of the better things I did uh, just to see the way they trained and, 
it wasn't overly crazy, but it was uh, just really good stuff. Like, you, you know, sometimes you're doing stuff, you're like, this is pointless. What am yeah. I doing? Yeah. But it, most of the stuff we did there, I was like, geez, this is good stuff. You know what I mean? It, like I said, it was a good city, good guys. So I was, well, I, I think that's all it. what hockey's all about is learning from everybody and everybody's different culture. Like I, I find I know much more from going to Germany and then trying to learn from other people where then there's <laughs> other people that are just stuck in their ways and they won't try other new stuff. Right. Well, yeah, you see, uh, you know, you take bits and pieces stuff you like. And I mean, even like a pregame warmups a lot different now than, what I did before I went to all these different places, you kind of take little bits and pieces from everywhere, stuff you like, stuff that works and kind of implement it into your stuff. So it was definitely a good experience seeing all the different ways they, they do things for sure. Um, well, here's another cutting edge question. Cause I love food. You lived all over the place. Where was the best and the worst food you've ate? <laughs> Jeez, best food. I mean, the UK is great because it's, you know, it's pretty similar, similar back home. But uh, Sweden, the food, they're actually, they're quite healthy there. So it wasn't, uh, the food wasn't overly uh, as appetizing as, you know, stuff that I like to eat. But I'd say yeah, the best, uh, Germany was, Germany was cool too, seeing that, uh, that side of things. They eat so heavy there too. Heavy. Not, yeah but then everybody's skinny and they bicycle people. everywhere that's what i was saying there, there's not that many overweight people so it makes you wonder it does make i mean you it's wonder. all a lot of a lot of heavy stuff there but you know what bread. i think might have happened to me while i was in germany was they would cycle and walk everywhere where i would eat the heavy food and then i would just lay on my couch and watch that watch lay on the couch. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those Christmas well, markets, that, though, you can run a muck at, eh? And, like, the oh, beer houses, my goodness. <laughs> that's living. Yeah. When it was Christmas season, it's hard not to go after practice. You go down for lunch, say, oh, let's go to the market. And then all of a sudden, you're five or six glue vines deep. And, and a couple sauces deep. Every day, deep. turns into a lap. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. But, but uh, no, you know, surprisingly, too, in, in, in Russia, the I actually quite like the food they had there. It was good. Is that right? Is it, what's that yeah. like, then? Well, it was a lot of just a lot of good restaurants. I mean, the the places we used to go were good. They had a lot of good sushi. Uh, I think it's beet soup and stuff like that. I thought it was pretty good. Huh. Um. Yeah, I never got to that side of the world. You know, Germany was about yeah. as far as I went. <laughs> no, and he, I used to love actually. I love going to. Uh, I used to love going to Czech to Prague and that stuff, but. I never played, but just going yeah. in for games or, or vacation or whatever. Prague's yeah, a sweet a, city. <laughs> oh, is it ever? <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about this yet. We're you were just in Amsterdam having a time. I just, yeah, I just got back. Uh, you live, eh? You live. Well, we. Were, I was going over. I had uh, Springsteen booked in Edinburgh a while back, and it just so happened Batchy's dates. They ended up being a it was batchy's weekend and then springsteen was on tuesday in edinburgh then when you're over there you're already over never been to amsterdam let's go there so we went there for for four days after that's the good thing about europe you get traveling around the flights are so cheap right well you can do but you can go to so many different places and like yeah you could almost you drive there 
Oh, Amsterdam was great. You ever been to Amsterdam? Yeah, I went uh, after I um, had my first original knee surgery, the PCL. I was out for the rest of the season. Uh, my sister and brother-in-law came over, and we went there for a good five days because I was done for the year. So we went and had time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a uh, beautiful city. I, I was pretty laid back, but I, the whole city itself is beautiful. I mean, besides yes. you got the red light district, it's a little crazy in that area. But besides that, it's, it's just a beautiful place. One of my favorite things to do, actually, I don't know, whatever people <laughs> judge this, but like that red light district, there's some funny things to watch. If you sit at a bar across the road and just people watch, it's some funny stuff goes on. <laughs> oh, there I tell you, some people were way busier. They were getting a lot more business than the other ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was funny. The sad, so we were there Wednesday to, we left Sunday, I believe, or Monday. But uh, the Saturday was crazy. You know, we went down in that area Thursday and it was pretty, pretty tame. But Saturday we went, and I was just dying laughing because there was, I don't know how many bachelor parties were there. It's like every bachelor party from all around the world goes to Amsterdam. It's just <laughs> so loud. And all so the Hindus go to Chippy Lane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chippy Lane was a time, though, last weekend. Did you hit it? Uh, you know what? Don't I, tell I me you were there down. for two nights and you didn't hit Chippy Lane. I walked through... <laughs> I think one night we got out of the bars, it was so late. I don't even know. I think I ended up eating uh, breakfast at McDonald's. You know, that's a good sign when they're serving breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that you guys stayed up later than me. That game Saturday night really took its toll on me. I was really, really tuckered out after that, you know, pushed it hard. (laughs) You know what? what, uh, The the first 10 minutes of that game, was quite a high pace very high pace right very i was a i was a third third line and i remember the first two shifts i was watching oh my god and like i played last year i was like geez this is this is going pretty fast but then uh, yeah yeah. everyone kind of settled in after a little while that was good we were trying to figure out how serious this was how big of a competition this was right and um like the guys that haven't played in a long time, we don't want to embarrass ourselves when we get out there, even if we're hungover, right? <laughs> well, hungover and we all during the day as well. It was oh. kind of an eye opener when you get there and you realize, geez, there's a lot of people here too. It's yeah, yeah, maybe time to have some water, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that Friday was sure fun though, eh? When we had like 10 oh, to 15 a- like minded fellas hitting the bay together. Oh, that was a great, uh, that was a great day. I remember because I missed a whole day of sleep too, because my flight was late from Halifax. So I missed the drive into Cardiff because I was hoping to get there Thursday night. And by the time I got in, I missed, I was like, oh, I'll get the last bus. I missed that. So I'm in the airport at like two o'clock and it was like, do I get a hotel room or should I just stick it out till the next bus at five or five thirty. I was like, ah, I had a couple of coffees, stuck it out and ended up getting that bus. By the time I get into Cardiff, it was around 10. The boys were just starting to get up and we formed a pretty good little crew there. We had a nice day. 
we we had a lovely day yeah and that's uh, i find it's just funnier with hockey guys around like and when hockey's over and you end up just out your shed and you're not around hockey guys anymore um it's really fun to be around them for a weekend um because like the first time i saw you bent you opened your hotel room door there you are showering <laughs> door open you're just you're there showering you're like hey wally i'm like hey deco <laughs> and then the next time i come into the hotel it's the whatever this was benty just opens up his hotel room door buck naked puts out the MVP boxes and I'm just walking down the hallway and all of a sudden the big fella opens up the door buck. And uh, it's just a different culture with us fellas around. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see you. He's such a beauty too. It's good to, good to see you. We were rooming together. We had a good laugh, man. It's good. Oh, uh, and I hadn't seen him. Uh, like I'd never really hung out with him that often, but like I knew he was Chad guys, no shed guys. He's buddies with, with my fellows from Niagara University back in the day. Oh, geez. Yeah. And then he's grows up with Joey Martin and then he ends up with the devil. It's a lot of links for a guy I'd never hung out with, you know? Yeah, no, it's well, the hockey world is close. Uh, there's not too much separation, right? Everyone kind of knows everybody. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What'd oh. the cat do? <laughs> Uh-oh. He's up on the ledge. Cats can fall from there. Jesus. First time he's done that. We we're in like a loft style place, and I mean the top level is pretty high. I don't think he could. Oh, uh, maybe he could. Yeah, maybe he could could land. I think he didn't jump. So you guys just got a cat, then you guys are like like a family now. <laughs> Get in there, Wally. Yeah, start with the cat, eh? Cats, you're a cat guy, eh? They're different to dogs. Well, it's just, it's a kitten, so it's actually a lot. I think when it gets a little older, you can just let it go, but it's, it's a lot more work than I thought, to be honest. Well, especially the way you live, you're traveling, <laughs> doing things, right? <laughs> yeah, when, when I went away, you said our parent, my parents' place for for a week or so. They loved that, though. It was good. Um, yeah, so um, here's a question for you, because I obviously was a big fan of you becoming a coach. Um, and then the job you did, um, I just saw Glasgow hired a different guy. That's never been in the league before. I don't think. And, um, I'm curious, did they ever ask you to stay on after turning their season around? <laughs> well, to be honest, I, I, it's funny. I used to play when I was, uh, first in the American league, I used to play against him. He was a, he was a really good player. I mean, I think I played against him in Sweden as well. And, uh, no, heard heard good things. Heard he's a great guy, but uh, no, it's uh, you know you know how coach it is. It's it's uh, you know it's one of those worlds, and and you know like getting my feet wet, wet last year was uh, was obviously a great great experience, and and uh, no, I didn't I didn't really talk to Glasgow. I had uh, something else I was looking into actually, and it was just kind of had to, to make a, a little bit of a decision. And, and uh, you know, this year, I think I'm going to gonna end up uh, staying closer to home and, you know, being home. I've been away for a while too. And it's, it's, uh, it's been nice to be home. And so uh, for me personally, I'm just kind of looking into things more, more close to home, but uh, no, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of change up there in Glasgow, which, which I think will, will definitely, uh, 
benefit everybody. And, uh, you know, they get, uh, you know, that's a place when you look at, at the league, obviously they're, they're making some changes in the, in the right way, I think. And, um, no, I think they're, you know, with the fan base they have and everything, I think it's, you know, if they, if they keep, keep things moving in the right direction, that, that'll be a place I think in a, in a few years that'll be, uh, Hopefully, up there can a perennial contender. Boys. Well, and that's what they were well, when I was in the know. league. When Finnerty was uh, running the show there and recruiting shed guys, um, like they they were right at the top. They were battling for league titles, and then for some reason, I think they got rid of them. And then there's been a lot of changes around there, and that's why with the job you did last year, I would have thought they would have been asking you. But then again, the coaching yeah. lifestyle—if you have to want to get into that, because man, they they have to zig and zag a lot in their careers if they want to keep doing her. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, coaching's a lot of fun. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely a good, uh, you know, if you can get into it and, and I feel like it's kind of rewarding, rewarding thing. If you can, you know, looking at, if you build the team, especially in, in the, uh, in the EIHL, I mean, the coach does a lot of stuff. So, you know, it's basically your show. So, you know, you can see how it'd be rewarding building a team and building, a, you know, a program like they have, uh, you know, in Cardiff and, yeah. and uh, places like that where, you know, you start winning winning trophies. And, uh, no, it'd be, be a good experience, I think, for sure. For sure. And then you recruit your own core and try and keep them there and then build around them. Yeah, like... that's what I mean. It's, 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 it's cool. It's a cool league that way. It all comes down to, like, you know, while you, you get a good group of core guys and you can do a lot of damage. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, you get a peop- you get a core that's in it for the right reasons that are doing it for each other and aren't too concerned about who's getting a goal or assist. They just care about winning or losing. And um, everybody gets along on and off the ice. Like, it's amazing the things that can happen, right? It is, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, another way we know each other, actually, speaking of that, is – when I was coaching the fellas two years ago, you came on and met them with Mac and the horse, the register, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we had a team <laughs> like that, man. We had those kids were in it for the right reasons and they were doing it for each other. And uh, I really appreciated that when you guys made the time for them, you know? <laughs> yeah, that no, was cool. That was a good laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I saw registers in the finals again, eh? Geez, Reggie, man, Reggie's won a bunch of championships in the coast, hasn't he? He, well, he's, yeah, like he's like an all probably already a Hall of Famer and he's still doing her. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. He, uh, though, Reggie's a good, uh, man, when it comes down to, you know, when push comes to shove, Reggie's a laid back guy, but, you know, you get into games, you got to win, man. Just his whole demeanor, he's so laid back, you know, calm, I should say, calm, calm under pressure. He's, uh, he, uh, yeah, done, man. Yeah, well, some guys can crack under pressure and some guys are ready for it. But I did notice that uh, they are down three rep in the final, so that's too bad. Hopefully they can climb out of it. But yeah, anyway. hopefully they get out of it. Um, he did get to live in Idaho all year, so that would be fun. I don't know if you've been there. What a spot. <laughs> I heard they have a good setup there. Oh, they sure do. Yeah, we lost yeah, the yeah. finals to them way back in 06 or whatever it was, 07. Anywho. Um, so Glasgow is a good city though. Eh? And you could, I think I always wondered how that team couldn't be contenders every year, but there's been a lot of changes on that organization the last few years, you know? Yeah, there's, there was a lot, a lot of stuff going on. I mean, it's, uh, 
city city wise it was great city glasgow's it i mean i didn't realize you know that's that's a major city man there's there's a lot going on even like concert wise and things like that it was a no it was a good good place to live it was it was a real nice spot like i said they everything's there you know nice rank good fans so i think uh you know they're obviously making some changes which i think uh you know hopefully turns them into a uh like I said, like into a contender. Well, and it's good for that league to get as many teams up near the top as possible, right? Instead of the same teams every year. But anywho. Um, yeah, that's the, you, you kind of, every year you can kind of, you know who's going to be in contention a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you get the odd year where, where a team will break through, but uh, for the most part, you kind of you kind of know what's going on. But I, I think the parity in the league, though, is uh, – is pretty good. Like there's no. Well, and that's, that's the difference, right? It's the full regular season where regular season, the cream kind of rises to the top. It was the same in Germany where it's always the top teams that are at the top. It's money talks. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same in every league. You can, you can look at the, any, any league, Swedish finish. Yeah. You know what, you know, before the season, like this team's, Finland Tapper is going to be up at the top. This team is going to be at the top. This team's going to be at the top. Yeah. But it's uh, but like I said, the parodies. I mean, any given night in the in the in the EIHL now, I think anyone can beat anybody, which is uh, which is a cool thing. It is. Um. So since I'm an aspiring coach in minor hockey, what's your favorite drill? What would the fell? What would you say the fellows would say is your best drill? Favorite drill. I mean, I'm I'm pretty old school. You can't beat the Canada Cup. You still, <laughs> you, can, you can do that. Start doing that when you're five. You can throw that out anytime you want. Yeah, and it's all about executing passes, right? <laughs> Don't have to yeah. skate too hard, but tape to tape, fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure the passes are on. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the kids, there is. Uh, I probably should maybe should have brought this up when I had John with all my little Canucks there. But um, when the research team got hot early morning and Colby was with me, I'm like, Hey, guess who I'm talking to today. And uh, I showed him uh, your research page (laughs) and I'm like, check out who he's played with. And I clicked on the world junior years and uh, like you played with Crosby a bunch, eh? Well, yeah. And he's, he's from uh, Cole Harbor here. So he's uh we grew up, he was, he was a couple years younger than me, but he'd always play up. So even through minor hockey, we'd play against each other and, and, uh, you know, got a chance to play together in, uh, the under twenties there, the world juniors and played against some junior and stuff. Yeah, no, it was, and, uh, no, he, he's such a big guy. He does, uh, you know, a lot for the community and stuff. And then it's great for kids around, uh, around this area because, you know, for a long time, we, we never really had uh, the big names say, you know, Toronto's got kids coming yeah. out all the time. But we had we had some NHL guys, but never, you know, never like a never, superstar, you know, superstars. And I mean, for the kids around here now, you, you look, you know, you got Crosby, you got uh, McKinnon, yeah. uh, Brad Marchand. I mean, it's it's a pretty good lineup there. You know, that's a pretty guys, good lineup. <laughs> Batherson coming through now. There's a lot of younger guys, the Baron brothers. There's a lot of younger guys from from around here, you know, making a name for themselves and and uh, you know making a good career for themselves. So it's it's 
it's good. I always like seeing. Well, so, okay, uh, here's a question. So you'd know those yeah. fellas. Let's say, say they were invited over to Josh Batch's testimonial. Would they run as big of a muck as us? <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. 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 I Th- think so. Yeah. Good for yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, because you never know what they're like, right? They can be pretty serious in the NHL, you know, eating their salmon, staying light. (laughs) Oh, and listen, they're all, uh, you know, they train like animals. Yeah, uh, but all great guys. So it's it's uh, that's a good thing to. to, It's easy to cheer for the good guys, right? Yeah, it's good to good to see guys from here here. uh, You know, when they're doing that good, and even in playoffs, most of the time, it's like who you cheering for. Kind of look at the roster. There's a guy from Nova yeah. Scotia. It's like, oh, I'm cheering for those, you know, that team. But yeah, like that's uh, the same way I watch hockey. I'm just cheering for my buddies. <laughs> you know, no, that's that's the thing, right? It's like, what team is oh, it? Doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Um, speaking of out there too, another. Well, you talked about Hadadi. I haven't, I hadn't seen him forever until that weekend. And yeah. the other guy from out there that's a legend, and you played with him in Cape Breton is Cully. Oh, Cully's a great guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I saw Cully about a month ago. Uh, an old teammate of ours, James Shepard, it was his, his birthday. So those guys went golf and they, they had a little barbecue at his place. So it was, it was good, uh, good to see Cully. Yeah, uh, Cully, he was coaching for a while. Is Larry getting in trouble back there? <laughs> He's trying to jump off the, the ledge here. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Cully was he got into the coaching a bit as well. He was coaching the Eagles now. I think he's done now, but he was uh I heard he started was, like a development thing now. Heard he's yeah, doing quite no, well at it. Yeah. He uh he's a great hockey guy, man. He, he's a really, really slick player. Oh yeah. I like I like Cully demeanor too. I so laid back and just just a good guy to, but then he was a gamer player. when it came I mean, like you're talking oh. about Reggie, when it came push to shove, Cully was ready to go. <laughs> Oh, big time. He, uh, listen, he could play, man. I, I remember, I think Cully came in when I was 18 or 19. He was 16. And uh, he was a local kid, and he came in to just watch him in camp. But, man, this guy can play. Just smart. Didn't he end up being, like, their all-time leading scorer or something? They retired his jersey. Yeah, sure. that's cool. Yeah, I think there's two jerseys retired. It's uh, Marc-Andre Fleury and uh, Cully. <laughs> It's good company yeah, there. I think he played. He played his whole career in, in Cape Breton, like all time score of games played. Just captain, like shed guy. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't get too much better guy than Cully either, right? No, you can't. That's why he was like our uh, babysitter when uh, Colby was little. He was always the one that like he'd play mini hockey for Colby, and um, on Halloween when there's no real trick or treating in Cardiff, him and Herb the Perv set up like. Uh, um, a haunted house in their apartment, and then like invited the kids over, and oh, like cool. they had it all set up in this haunted house of their apartment. And like, yeah, Cully's a fantastic fellow. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna see all those guys uh, this weekend. Unfortunately, uh, a legend of a guy around here, Blair Joseph, the Bearcat. He, I mean, this guy was unbelievable. He was my co workers in Cape Breton, the sister. And uh, he, he sadly passed away, but uh, so you know, all the boys are gonna head back there, they're having like a celebration of life Saturday. So, you know, it'll be Haddad and Culligan, so it'll be, it'll be good to get all those guys together and uh, 
Yeah, like I was saying, this guy he knew everybody. I they're having the uh, they're having it at the rink down there, so I you know there'll be thousands of people there to. So the guy, you know, the guy definitely respect. made an impact. What did Larry do now? <laughs> yeah, you guys got to keep it down up there. Getting crazy here. Yeah, I don't know if Wally can hear me here. Just a lot of Larry talk. Sounds like Larry's getting in trouble. He's better behave. He's right? trying to jump off the thing. Just put him in. But that's room. the thing. Cats always land on their feet. You could pretty well I throw say. from up there. He'll be fine. Well, bring him down. Bring him down. We're not gonna be able to stop now. Okay, here, here's another cutting edge question. Um, I don't try to remember what number you are in Cardiff. What number? Eleven. Eleven. So yeah. your your email screams that you like number fourteen. That's the number my son wears. Uh, so what is your favorite number and why? Well, I, as a kid, I always wore ten. I love ten. Pavel Bure, or what's up? Yeah, Bure. Uh, I don't know. I just I always like ten for some reason. I always wore 10 too. And then uh, when I went to junior, I went to 14. Mm. That's probably why I still have a hotmail. Probably, I probably yeah. made it in junior, so that's why it's 14. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I've kind of worn a bunch of numbers. I, I, I actually really like 18. I wore 18 this year. You're 18, right? Yeah, weird that we had the same numbers. <laughs> yeah. But I loved 18. I, I wore 18 in uh, in Finland. In Germany, and then uh, this year, I, well, I actually probably would have took eighteen in Cardiff. I think Ulmer was eighteen when I got there, right? And then this this year, Jared's word in Cardiff. Yeah, Jared's worth this year. And then when I went to Glasgow, eighteen, and all my stuff, you know, I think I'll go back to eighteen. But um, I, I always like the numbers. I always like the numbers with the one in front of it. Yeah, like one I, year I wore seventeen. But it's kind of funny. It's like if you have a good year with a number, you're like, oh, I like this number. Now. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. I was always 10. And then uh, when I couldn't get 10 in Beatingheim and I wore 18 and then ran a muck and we win the championship, then I'm like, well, I guess 18 is well, the number. <laughs> now I'm 18. One year, one year, oh, my God, I went to Yaroslavl and they had, so what number do you want? And they sent me a list of numbers. It was hilarious. It was like 68, 69. <laughs> Some other crazy number, 90-something, and then it was six. I'm like, well, I guess I'll take six. But <laughs> I I felt like I felt like shit putting on that jersey with number six on it. I'd look at it and be like, oh, that's a terrible – Terrible number. For, for a forward, right? Yeah, like, forward Who wears number six? Like, as a defenseman, you could wear it. I just – I used to look at the jersey. I say to my buddy all the time, look at this, number six, man. Look, yeah. It looks like a – Yeah. Looks that, like a that wouldn't look good on you at all. No, so I had that for a little bit. And that could have been one of the reasons things didn't work out very well. <laughs> well, they say happy hockey players play better. And if you're looking at your jersey like that, it's not a good start. <laughs> so I guess you weren't yeah. wearing 14 like Colby does for Tom Kuhnhackel, eh? <laughs> From Lansu, Germany. No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so I guess you hinted at the fact that you'll be closer to home you didn't say if it's playing, coaching, or something else to do with the game, but um, I think you should stay in the game. I think you're a hockey guy, and you need to be a part of the game, okay? If you're listening to me at all. <laughs> yeah, no, like I said, it was a, it was a great experience last year, but, uh, you know, I was pretty close to, to doing something in the coaching and just, uh, you know, there's a lot – 
a lot more to it too when you get older, right? At my age, and you know, you're you're kind of, you know, you know, you're not going to play anymore, and you're looking at different stuff, and you know, probably. Uh, it's a strange time in life when you're yeah, even, getting near the end. Even, even if it's something that you get into that's not hockey, which might happen to be, it'd be still nice to be uh, involved some way doing something, right? So. Hockey yeah. will always be hockey. Will always be part of what who you, you are. Do, so yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's like uh, just coaching the kids around here, right? Like I do something totally different during the day, uh, but that time with a team and getting to try and build a team, and then you got your core and you try and win trophies and championships there. with kids and teach them how to be a teammate. That's living, you know. Yeah, no, it's like I said, it's, you learn a lot playing. Uh, over the years, it's be nice to, I don't know, pass that on, but nice to just stay involved with it. And, yeah. You know, be part of it. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. Um, <laughs> you, you did get your MBA though, right? You're a master of business yeah, was, like yours truly. <laughs> I mean, what an awesome, uh, I mean, you gotta, you know, thank Carter for stuff like that where, where you can, uh, you can go in and do it and, and near uh, the end of your career and kind of I mean, prepare yourself for other things. Right. Yeah. When, when you look back, you know, at your hockey career, just tell guys around here too, it comes a certain age where it's such a great option because it's a great league. I mean, uh, you go over to a place, you know, Cardiff, such a great city. Todd and those guys take such good care of you, man. It's it's unbelievable. And then uh, you get a chance to do your MBA as well. So my dad always says, he goes, man, you're going to look back and say, that's that might have been one of the best, probably the best decision you made through hockey, being able to go through something like that and end yeah. up getting your MBA, which is uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy, actually. No, it really is. And that, that year is tiring. Right. But like, I found it changed me as a person instead of the guy that was going home and watching Netflix and being lazy, like you had to keep moving all day and you had to keep doing stuff. And like nowadays I don't ever sit down and I think it all started that year in Cardiff, you know? Well, it's funny. Like I, I was one of the guys, like I was known practice, eat lunch, and I'm shutting it down for the afternoon. Like I'm napping <laughs> three, four hours. And I did that for so many years, right? It, it it's amazing how much point. of a day you could miss doing that. Eh? It's unbelievable. But yeah. uh, I remember it came to a point in, when I was in Germany and uh, I had an offer to go back to Germany and I was sitting there thinking, I knew some guys that did the NBA and I knew guys in car said such good things about the place i said you know what I'm a, you know it's a good time i think it was mid 30s or, or a little younger than that but it'd be a good time to maybe you know keep playing at a good level and look into something for when i'm done and i was so happy i did that that was actually the funnest year of hockey i, I think i've had we had the school guys it was me uh charles linglet and, and ben Tavolio. so we had a great crew we man i, I used to love going to school yeah, it's funny how it. it, uh, it yeah, you know I love going to school. I love the, the whole uh, writing papers, going out. You meet, you get friends at school too. You got a little social life going. Like <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I even you, met like a shed guy, Yashis, my fella, my buddy yeah, from India, and yeah, like 
we there's a bar at the school, right? You can have a couple pints oh, yeah. between classes and get to know your classmates. It's pretty fun. <laughs> well, that was a good thing. Like days off, you got a couple days off. You go to class, then it's, oh, let's go down to the, the school, the, the whatever <laughs> the the campus bar. And you sit there, have a have a pizza, and a couple pints. <laughs> The thing is, everyone's like early twenties. I was, I think we were all like mid thirties at the time. It's like, oh yeah, way older than everybody. You know, I remember and then you... the boys just say, "Man, you're not a, you're not actually a student. Like, you, you can't." <laughs> you know, I was walking around. I felt like I was twenty years old. Um. Yeah. No. It's 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 a busy life. It was a lot like uh, being an NCAA, right? Um. It's just way more games than NCAA, but. Yeah. See, I never got the experience. I, Part of me kind of NCAA would have been awesome. I did the junior, right? So juniors basically you're living a pro lifestyle at 16. It's yeah. it's like hockey, practice, travel. You're going to high school, but like you know you're not there ever. You're kind of doing it on your own. Uh, but I would have loved that NCAA experience. Talking to guys that went there, like oh, oh man. yeah, it's something. <laughs> uh they're like it's it's all about what school you go to too though right because there are schools that are little and aren't like wastered michigan university in kalamazoo um is just the funnest time you can have i can't imagine being a good hockey team and going to that school we weren't good and i had a tie (laughs) (laughs) no that's awesome i I got my ncaa experience in cardiff right that's right yeah the mat (laughs) <laughs> but it did it it made you feel accomplished though didn't it like i used to love sitting down you get a paper done you send it in. it's like oh god like feel it feels busy. yeah <laughs> i'd get everything done on time and it would feel good when you got something done right and you're closer oh, yeah, to getting it, it finished mm-hmm. yeah, it was great um so uh what were so we talked about different countries and cultures for hockey which country do you think had the wildest fans there a little bit well what country had the wildest fans? Am I still cut out? Are you, you f- there? Oh, there you are. Yeah, you cut out there for a second. Couldn't hear you. Uh, no, sorry. I said, um, what country of all the ones you played in had the wildest fans? Because I know German fans are wild, but you're also in Russia. I don't know what Swedish or Finnish fans are like. You know what? the? I'd say the fans you know the uk is cool it's, it's kind of like a football soccer culture yeah germany when i was in wolfsburg germany and we had uh we had crazy fans but you go to places like Mannheim and uh berlin i mean that was crazy but probably the craziest game i played was in uh fan wise we were playing Dugarden, the stockholm team in playoffs and they have the big in Sweden, they have this the big rink there. It's called the Globe, and uh, I think we played them two games at home. I think we were we went down. They ended up sweeping us. We went down 2-0. We went up there for game three, and they usually during the season they, there's two rinks there. There's one that fits. I'd say maybe five. This is just a wild guess. Five or six, and then the Globe. That's like an NHL style rink, like. A lot of fans, and we got out there for warm, uh, you know, after warm up, you know, the intros, and they had like the fire going. Everyone was jumping up and down. So I said, "Oh my god!" Like 
you couldn't even hear yourself think. So, so Sweden, Finland, to be honest, all those countries are, uh, they're very passionate about hockey, right? So it's, yeah. Isn't it interesting you grow up in Canada or like kind of small town Canada and you have really have no idea what it's like over there until you get there and experience it, right? No idea. Like I went to, uh, after my, my uh, time in North America, I went to, I went to Europe really young. So I, I think I was 23 when I went to Sweden and I said, Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll go for a year, check it out, you know, It'd be good for me, work on my ski, big rink. And, and the Swedish league had a good rep. And I got over there and was like, wow, this is like unbelievable. Yeah. Like yeah. beautiful yeah. rinks. Every rink is just jammed. Like I had no idea the hockey was that big there. And how many good players there are there, right? So many good players. Like I think of even my first couple of years in, uh, in Sweden were, you know, we had a younger team, but we had some older guys. I remember my line mate was Andreas Dakel. I remember we played for the Senators, the Canadians. I, I grew up kind of watching him. I said, geez, this is kind of cool. He was late 30s at the time. We had uh, our goalies in my two year there, two years there were Markstrom, Jacob Markstrom. <laughs> His backup was Eddie Lack the second year. And the first year it was Anders Limbach. And all those guys went on to have great NHL, NHL careers. careers. Yeah. We had. Uh, uh, Kali Yonkruk with the Leafs, Jacob Silverberg. There was like a whole crew of these young guys that would. This was all on your team in Sweden. Sweden, my, my first couple of years when I was 23, 24, I'm watching these guys. I'm going, man, like these guys are good. Like, yeah, this is, this is crazy. And then when I went to Finland, you get to play with, uh, I was with Auntie Ranta, Armia with the Canadians, uh, Patrick Line. And I remember watching Line A and I was that, going, is that like guy. when he's getting drafted like high high? It was his draft year. He went, he went second overall that year. It was funny. At the beginning of the year, he was kinda I saw him the year before. Actually, my first practice, he was playing junior, so he had a cage on. I go, who the hell is this guy with the cage? So I go, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's uh, that's Line A, but there wasn't too much hype around him. I'm like, this guy's unbelievable. Isn't Man, it weird when you just see a guy and you're like, that guy's got it? <laughs> You see a guy and you're just like, oh, my God. And I remember he, that year, he, the next year, my second year, he started with us on the big, like the, the pro team. And he was doing pretty good. And he went to World Juniors and lit it on fire. They ended up winning. He came back from them from then and just turned it on the rest of the years. MVP of the playoffs at 17. Went to the World Championships. MVP of the World Championships. When he's Second overall. I still think he's going to, I mean, he's going to get 50 here pretty soon. Like it's unbelievable. The shot. And the, the and he's skill. one of those guys when he plays hockey, he's pretty cool and calm out there. Isn't he? Oh yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a pretty serious guy. He's, he's, but he's got that, he's got a good mindset. Uh, a bit like Reggie, but he, uh, and even it's kind of funny in those countries playing against guys. I remember playing against Barkov with the Panthers now and he, he was only 16. Now I'm on the ice. I'm going like, I said to the guy, like, who the hell is this number 16? Like, I can't win a face off against him. Like, <laughs> yeah. this guy is so strong. They're like, oh, that's perfect. He's 16 <laughs> or 17. I'm like, what? Like, I can't win a face off against a 17 year old. <laughs> you just see guys and they're just like special talents like that. And they're just, they're just built different. Right. 
Uh, I remember the like I didn't get to play at those leagues with those guys, but like I've never looked up to see what these kids did. But when we played Lugano in an exhibition game, they were yeah. rolling. They had like Niedermeyer and a few others, and they're they're rolling the lines, and then they start beating us handily. And then all of a sudden, this line comes out with three Swiss kids with cages. And I'm like, okay, maybe we'll mix in a goal here. They got the kids out there with cages on. And then these kids went out and started flying around, putting it between their legs, like basically doing shit like the Michigan. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. And, and you see, like I said, those countries, are, they're developing. They're, like their young guys are, are so good at it. That was the funny thing. You, you get an injury on the on the you know the big team, and it's like okay, we gotta you know call someone up from the junior team, and they just step right in. They're poised. They're they can play. It's like you know you don't miss the beat. That, that's a little different too when you look at uh, those countries where they have the junior teams with such good players. You know, it'd be nice. You know, in the EIHL, it's, when you get injuries, it's, it's hard to draw, you know. The, From anywhere. They don't have that. Uh, that feeder league. That, but, that, yeah. But it's coming. It's starting, it's starting to turn around. But it's, uh, you know, those countries, it's like a well-oiled machine. You start with, like, when I was in Tapper in Finland, they got, you know, the pro team. Then they go right down to, you know, Timbit kids. And it's all Tapper. It's all it's a whole right. organization, right? Pretty and cool. It, it, every country has a different kind of way of doing minor hockey and everything too. Right. Uh, yeah. I, geez, I had a look at what the Cardiff junior devils are doing. I'm like the UK. Yeah. They got and a great setup there in Cardiff. They have a great setup, but dude, this was some pretty strange stuff. So they got, if you're in say under 11 and you all sign up for hockey, there's like 30 something kids on this team. And then apparently they find out if they make the roster, not before each game. So like they get health bombed oh, wow. like all the time because they have too many players. And it's like, well, I think kids should play every game and you have two teams, but then I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, you think you just, I think at that, you know, when at that age, just getting on the ice, right? Yeah. Just being Maybe out make, there more and more. Yeah. Make some more teams. But like then Germany would have the guys where like their job was coaching minor hockey. Like they had guys like us, that would be the yeah, minor right. hockey and you would coach like three different teams and that was your job. And like, then you come back to Canada and anybody could coach. They're doing it for free. Sometimes you get good ones. Sometimes you don't. And like yeah. everybody's, I guess what they experience has a lot to do with who ends up coaching them. And um, you're, I don't know. I don't think you're always going to get the cream of the crop, whatever is volunteering and the shit they make you do to coach minor hockey in Canada is bananas. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that over there they have, they have a re, you know there's a big focus on the on the youth program. So, you, like you said, you're seeing a lot of ex players and real good hockey guys getting the you know kids. they retire and they get a job within the club because it's still part of the club and you know developing the young guys. So, yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. I me, I made a good point. I don't know. Yeah, good. Well. Highly doubt it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. For poster picks, this is within the, the section of the pod where I bring up poster picks. I haven't got any from you, so I sent over about five picks from last weekend to Lee. Uh, one of nice. them is the pick with the whole crew, both teams, and the big photo for Batchy. What a weekend, right? <laughs> oh, it was a great weekend. 
Good work, everybody. Well done. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. And then uh, the other two, like the, one of them is like my favorite, <laughs> is the selfie of that I took the shed guy selfie when we're heading into the bay to have a day <laughs> with like seven <laughs> of us. Jards, you, the George brothers, Hoth, Benty. What a roster. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, Jerds and those guys, man. Hilarious. The George um, brothers, unbelievable too. What a ship they put in. Right? They 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 hung in there all weekend long, didn't they? Well, they always do, man. They always do. They always do. Yeah. Yeah, it's great to see those guys. How They're, many people uh, do you think Chris George kissed over the weekend? How many men do you think he kissed on the cheek? I'd say well, he kissed me at least 300 times, I think. At least, right? He's a kisser. He is a he kisser. Is a kisser. Yeah. And it's funny, Stevie's kind of, Stevie's not a kisser too, right? Yeah. No, he's, well, who is? I'm not a kisser. No, I think it's just him. Yeah. No, he likes kissing. Um, Next poster pick that I put on is me and you being on the ice together for the first time, right? <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah. I saw yeah. that one. Yeah. I tried to go short side backhand cheese, but just don't have it anymore. You took away the pass to Hoth. I couldn't get it to him. I had a good, I had a good stick there. Yeah, you did. I was trying, but it, when you see the background, there's a lot of folks there, eh? Well, yeah, that's what I said. I mean, we, you know, you wake up, you're obviously under the weather, you have a few starting to feel good. And then it was kind of an eye opener when I went out and looked around. I said, oh my God, there's a lot of people here. Right. And then you kind of got to play or you do have yeah. to play. And, uh, you know, I had two goals, team one. I guess you could call that run in a muck, right? <laughs> yeah, you did good, Wally. You and Piggy, Piggy had a few too. Yeah. No, I actually almost like, I almost didn't make her through after the first period. I was pretty well exhausted. And when they did that fastest skater stuff, man, I was just waiting for them to call my name. And I was like, I, I would probably pass out if I tried that. Cause I'd be too get too competitive and try and beat whoever I went against. You know, that was funny. Everyone was a little nervous there. No one wanted their name called for that one. No, they didn't, but uh good yeah. matchups that day. You know? Yeah, that was good. It was good. I that was other, hoping uh... that other Wally can really boogie. eh? Man, that guy. That guy can fly. Yeah, and stick handle and shoot jeepers. Yeah, I remember we had uh, we. I was playing with Reader and Crandall in Cardiff, and uh, we kind of played. You know, none of us were that. You know, well, we could we could skate, but I mean, not like Wally. But we kind of played at our own pace, and I think a couple times someone got hurt or something, and uh, I think it was me, Reader, and Wally. And we'd be like, Wally, man, you gotta. You gotta slow down a little Stick bit. With he can. That guy can fly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just—it's one of those like you watch him. He's just like such an effortless skater. He just—he just goes, man. He's so fat in practice. He's like, there's not many guys that can keep yeah. up with Wally. And he—he's got the skill set too. He's got the hands and shot to I know. go with his speed. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. No, I think he's gonna have a he's gonna have a monster year. I think. Yeah, and like it's it's like you see what Team GB's doing, and then they're bringing kids like that up and along. Yeah, it's, you get uh, a guy like Wally coming in, and he'll be a he'll be a staple there for a lot of years. Yeah, and you know, um, one thing we discussed over the weekend was we're a dying breed. The fellows that were there that weekend, you know, there's not many guys that are still like us in the game, but you know who's kind of old school and you know is just one of the fellows too um is sam duggan that guy's a dandy isn't he for oh young... dougie's a beauty yeah he uh he's unbelievable that guy he's a he is. great teammate great player good leader he'll uh you know he's one of those guys 
you know, you look at, at guys in Cardiff that, uh, you know, you got your Richies and, and Marty's and, and, you know, Doug, would be a guy. I mean, if you want to be there for, for a long time and then a real leader for the team. Yeah. I think he should at least stay long enough to have a testimonial. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Those Hopefully, are he, brings fun. Hopefully yeah. he brings us back. Can you imagine I could be like the first guy ever to never have played with a guy, only talk to him in my shed and I got to get invited. <laughs> Who'd be up next there, I wonder? Marty's got to be close. It's got to be Marty and Bouncy right around the same. Are they okay? Yeah. Because, yeah, Marty's, Marty's getting up there. He, well, and then <laughs> then we'll have Richie round two. May, this time, hopefully, I can make it. The first time I had to say no because I didn't have enough holidays yet in the real world. But if Richie has a second one, I won't miss the second one. <laughs> yeah, well, Richie's A1, too. Has anybody like, had two testimonials? Like, he's going into his 16th year. Well, Mizey, Mizey had two. Mizey had one in Cardiff. Well, yeah, he had one, one in Nottingham, Nottingham too, right? Yeah, I was thinking the same team, though. That's 20 years on one team. Yeah, how many years is Richie in now? He's got to be. This is going into 16. Oh, wow. So he, yeah, he, he it, can do it. Like The guy still looks the same as when I played with him. Richie can play till he's 50 if he wants. Yeah. <laughs> and um, even mine, that's pretty impressive Two on two different teams. That's pretty cool. And he's still going. Like he's not, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, he had a great year this year. Last two years is we played great. Well, he does the same thing, man. Every team needs a guy that wants to stand in front of the net. Every team needs that. It's a very important part of having a team is a guy that loves standing in front of the net. And that's yeah, what he does. A, he's a good center, but good on draws, hard to, you know, big strong guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you won a gold medal in the world juniors. We probably talked about that way back in episode 32. That is a pretty cool life experience. You won under 18s with Canada and then you also won in Finland. So when you went in Finland, is there like a full parade and the full deal? Is it a full go? Finland was, that was unbelievable. I can't. Yeah. Cause when, when I went to Germany, man, you know, like I, we talked about, you don't know what it's like overseas until you get there. Like when we won the second league in Germany, I couldn't believe how big of a deal it was. <laughs> And the thing in Finland is the boys love the end of the year trips. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. Germany. They too. Love, yeah. <laughs> they look for it. Like there was, there were some older guys there, you know, married with kids and, and the Finns are very, you know, they're pretty, until you get to know them, they're kind of quiet guys. They just go about their business, come work hard, go home. So that, you know, there was I, I th- one of my buddies there, he, he kind of, you know, you knew he was a beauty. But he was just, you know, family man stuff. And when we won that in Finland, we won. We had a parade the net. Well, you know, you go down to the city square, thousands of people. You're up on stage. It was crazy. Had the whole thing. And they had hotels. They had floral rooms for us. And uh, a sauna room. So it was like saunas. They love the saunas. I love saunas a, too. There was a bar there with a bartender, food. And it was just kind of open 24-7. So we, we partied for like three days. And then and, and this is the thing in Finland, whether you win or lose, it's they keep the fine fun. So it's like if yeah. you're flip-flops on the floor out of place, it's like, you know, whatever, whatever the price is. But guys don't mind. You're getting fined all the time, but you don't care because it all goes it goes the to the year-end party. Yeah. So then at the end of the year, we've got this fine fund with tons of money in it and oh we're going to one year we went to copenhagen the next year we went to spain for four days flights hotels the drinks everything's covered because the fine fund's so big 
<laughs> That's fun. But I remember my buddy, my buddy said to his wife, he said, come on over to the host. We'll have a sauna because we were, we were going to meet the bus to go to the airport. Or they, it might have been the day after we won. And I think he said to his wife, hey, honey, I'll see you. You know, I'll see you in a couple weeks or something. It might not have been a couple weeks, maybe like 10 days. She's like, oh, yeah, have fun. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, oh, yeah. It's like, this is my this every is, year. It's your time to shine. The season's played, over. He, yeah, he played for about 20 years. He goes, every year, he goes, man, I live for this end of the year. The and Germans sure were though, the same, man. When I first went over there, they were like going to Mallorca or whatever at the end of the season, and we were using the fine fund, but like, that first year I decided like, I got to get home. I've been gone too long. And then when you look back on your career, those are the trips you got to go on. Cause that's the shit you remember. <laughs> oh man. Like those, those years, it was just, you go there, you have fun, you get back. The party's still going too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's quite an experience. Uh, it's pretty cool. But that's all the same thing you talk about, build the team and stuff. And a lot of these guys have been on the team for, it's the only team they played for, right? So you, well, and you you have one of those year-end trips and bring all the boys and as many as you can. That helps the, the next season. Closer. Yeah, the next season, they're more willing to do more for each other because they they had that fun weekend together where the old boys have a time and, like, yeah. it does bring people together, right? I remember because, the you know, the top guys that have to go to the national team, right? So there'd be, like, two, three guys you pick the national team. Like, oh, man. Obviously, they're happy. I gotta sucks. I can't go on this trip. You know, I gotta go with the national team. <laughs> it is neat though, seeing buddies, you know, play at the world championships and stuff. It's like I remember oh, in Germany cool. when we won, like the day after we win, like you said, the Danish fella, Casper Dine, had to leave the night we won and drove across Europe to wherever the world championships were and played the next day for Denmark. So then I head back to Canada. I'm watching TSN, and sure enough, there's my teammate out there yeah, ripping it, around, right? It, it is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's funny when you're there. I used to just think, like, oh, these national team breaks. Like, I just used to like the time off, right? You get to oh, travel yeah. a bit. But they put a lot of emphasis on the national team. It's pretty cool. Well, they cool don't, it's it, the other countries are so much more into it to Canada than the, for the world championships. Right? It is, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they've got their team together all year playing tournaments and stuff. Yeah. Um, they'll get the odd NHL guy come over, but for the most part, it's a, a lot of them keep a lot of the, you know, domestic players too. Um, well, you know, what's like we talk about watching hockey is I wish I would have known you when you're playing in the world juniors, right? That would have been really cool to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> what a roster you guys had though. Holy moly. Oh yeah. Just, and the thing with well, all great guys too, it was, uh, we all kind of came through the under 18 program there and, uh, we went, uh, we went to Piastani, Slovakia before my 17 year old year. So we won that. And then if you don't make playoffs, you go to, uh, it was the under 18 worlds. It was actually in Yaroslav in uh, Russia. I ended up going back to play there about 10 years after it was pretty, pretty funny turn of events, but we ended up winning that. And it was kind of like a, a group of guys that all kind of played in these tournaments together. So it was, it was kind of a, it was a cool experience and getting to know all those guys and, so you won it over there. That would have been different than like winning it at home, eh? It was wild. Yeah, it was. Uh, Being was at that wild. age too, right? Did you guys go out no, of town then or what? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Pretty young, but uh, like you won the gold medal. <laughs> oh, 
was pretty young, but we had we had quite a crew there too. Uh, right. I'm sure we did. I can't honestly, I can't remember specifically, but I'm sure we did. Wow. But it was uh, yeah, it was like a good good group of guys, and then it it uh, you know a lot of us ended up doing the 18s and and through the under 20. So it was uh, that was great. Uh, well, and it's great cool experience. to see all your buddies' careers and where they end up going, right? And like you've played oh, with some yeah. players. <laughs> oh man, it's. I don't know how many how many Hall of Famers you like. It's crazy looking at the roster, right? It's, it's, uh... So what Colby asked me when I showed him like the roster that you'd played with Crosby and stuff because I thought he'd think that was neat. He goes, "Do you think did he get their autographs?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, I don't I don't know if you ask your teammates for autographs." I think so I do have a jersey that sign. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a cool jersey to have. <laughs> yeah, I think I got a jersey at home. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I'm not sure what else I got, you know. Um, I just, like, what Batchy did for all of us, playing there for 10 years, having, I think winning um, inspires a lot of stuff. And I think if the Devils don't win for 10 years, they keep changing things. And eventually, everybody gets changed if you don't win. I think the Devils starting this, like, this dynasty they had there after I was gone and all the winning you guys did – and then when I get to have a weekend with all you fellas and it's like, well, I know why the devils were winning after us gone. They were recruiting just absolute dandies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember, you know, I think the funny thing is with, with Lordo and Todd and, and uh, you know, they were for, looking for good players, but I think more importantly too, is good guys. And they, they yeah. always, they always, like you said, they had such a, core group I think my my year I went in my first year there wasn't too many changes I think we had myself uh, Linglet Hedden uh, I think Dougie yeah Dougie came in midway through that year I'm just trying to think on defense I'm not sure if any any new guys I'm sure I'm missing people but they always brought in really good guys but and it also you they retain guys right and like that's how batchy's been there so long and richie's been there so long it's like they keep their devils the guys that are devils they keep them you know well that's i mean that's part of it, the good guys and also the way you get treated i mean it's it's one of those places where you go there and guys want to stay right which is uh what a city eh <laughs> in uh oh, it's, yeah it's a great city in, in, in european hockey that's uh you know, that's hard to find really because there's a lot of turnover in a lot of spots and a lot of changes. It kind of reminds me when I was in Wolfsburg, actually, I, I went in there and that was a place where they had guys, which is strange in Germany, but they had a lot of North Americans there for seven, eight years. Right. And they built, uh, you know, they had the same coach and they built like a, a good, uh, you know, good foundation. So when you come in as a new guy, it's kind of like same in Cardiff. Hey, this is the way it is, right? There's yeah. No, oh, yeah. Like, how can you, how can you complain or question anything when you know everyone's on the same page, right? It's it's well, and you get setting, the right? the leaders like they have in Cardiff with Richie and Joey Martin, and then like oh, they yeah. had you and Benty and like Hotham, and uh, like what a roster, dudes! Like I had just so much fun, and it was so much fun getting to know all you guys. And um, good odd Batchy, like um. He, oh, he has great, he has great tasted man. <laughs> <laughs> he did put uh, he did put quite a roster together. I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, and, and it the was whole a time. weekend was 
the whole weekend was set up so good too. I, I was actually talking to Todd uh, yesterday. We were talking. I talked talk for about an hour, just like, oh my, like what a crew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just unbelievable. Like it was just everyone had it. It reminded me of going to like an all-inclusive resort down south where everyone's just in a good mood. Yeah. Everyone had a smile on their face. Like it was just. Why well, everybody was so excited to be there and having so much fun, and then when the story started flowing. It's just like it was so in my wheelhouse sitting at the bay with a bunch of hockey dudes just telling stories. <laughs> oh, I know. It's hilarious. You just when I left, I was sitting on the train, my ribs were sore from laughing the whole weekend. Just... When we rolled into that dinner on the Friday night, what a scene that oh. must have been. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It's one thing when you're out when you're out hitting the bottle all day. Another thing when you're sitting in the sun. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then people actually, paid money to come to dinner you with. I actually meant to bring those out today and say these are like <laughs> these are they're fantastic sunglasses. They were nice. Dude. Yeah, I got a lot of nice gifts that weekend. <laughs> I got my new wallet from Thomas Murdy, Lucky Foot oh, Leather. Yeah, that's two ales on it. And then I got all well, this chocolate sweet. for my gals. I've been cruising around delivering it to my gals. I got three more gals to deliver to, but you know, it can take time. So each night, if we got a free night, Zoe and I have been cruising to like three or four that like live in certain areas and like you end up stopping in and like get the girls see each other again. They get to reconnect. And then like myself and the dad usually might have a beer sometimes while we discuss chocolate and the season and the girls become buddies again but it's like i'm so thankful for everybody for uh chucking the chocolate on for my gals and everything yeah, that was nice batchy right like the jersey auction was insane <laughs> that was i i was kind of like half paying attention i got up a little later but i was listening to some of the price i heard a thousand bucks a couple times i was going wow man that's like that's unbelievable that's really cool yeah, and like I think it's so cool that the UK has these testimonial games, like what that does for a guy and his future and his life, and like, oh, like that, such he, a... he, that he Batchy made money for having a roster of the biggest dandies in the world come over and have a weekend. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was. I was trying to. I was explaining to my buddies here. They're like, "Well, what is it?" I'm like, "Explain this." If you, you see, like everyone goes up and plays a game. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm like, "Listen, it's." It's hard to explain to people here, right? Well, it is. And like Todd had a good comment the first night. He goes, you know, people think the game is important for this weekend, but the game is like the least important thing of this whole weekend. And like that was as like 15 of us walked down the main street of Cardiff and you're like, God, this is livid. <laughs> <laughs> the game was on nobody's mind, I think, until, until it was. And you realize, yeah, you realize, oh, God, there's a lot of people here. Wow. And then, and then I was out there with guys that have been actively playing professional hockey and I haven't exercised in a handful of years. It was a mess. Well, and fr Friday was our biggest day. And then we, the game Saturday. Yeah. Friday was a day. Friday was a good time. Friday was a day, but what the was... whole city was just electric good. and it was a long, uh, you know, an extended weekend it was a bank holiday there. So it was how many, how many like bachelorette, parties and bachelor parties wherever you looked there was the city was I, alive I saw 30 of them the city the was city alive was, was walking <laughs> even sunday morning i well sunday afternoon i went and got the train up to london and i walked out and to the left's the train station to the right's middle lane there and i look over and it's just it's rocking 
rocking at like 10 30 11 a.m eh? <laughs> i just looked over and said oh my god yeah oh yeah it's quite the culture i could have easily took a right but i had to get on that train so yeah you you made <laughs> it out of there i yeah <laughs> it was a full weekend and it was really fun good keep keep up the good work eh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but seriously, thanks for making the time for me today. Uh, great getting to know you last weekend. Um, yeah, and, no, uh, thanks, Wally. Yeah, fun yeah, times. Thanks, Batchy, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Gecko and Wally. Some people clap on a some people clap on the two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott, I'm a gold band. I like Pete, South Towns, and Zan.